This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 55 of Curry in the Pot. The double nickel episode, I call it. But uh, I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. Back with another episode. And I know it's been a little minute. I think this is probably the second episode of the month. But I just wanted to chime in with you guys. And today I got a little mailbag for you. I call it Mailbag Monday. I asked a number of my audience for a question. So if you didn't send questions, you missed out. So I was sent maybe like 45 questions. And I picked like 25 of them. A lot of people ask the same question just in a different way. So... Yeah, like a lot of you asked me about Kawhi Leonard. Maybe like four or five people asked me about Kawhi Leonard. Well, obviously I'm not going to ask answer all four of the specific questions. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. So let's just dive into this mailbag. So I got all the questions written down in my big baller brand hat. My big baller brand dad hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even tell y'all. I met LeVar Ball about two weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago at a pop-up shop out in VA at this store called Blessed. Met LeVar Ball, man, really cool guy, man. I wish people would stop hating on him. But let's dive into this mailbag. Let's hop right into it. Uh, Here we go. First question reads, which rookie from last year will have the most improvement? This is an NBA question. Um, Obviously, we saw the star-studded rookie class from last year. We saw Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Dennis Smith Jr., De'Aaron Fox. A number of guys. I think one guy, well, maybe like two guys that have a lot to prove is Phoenix Suns forward Josh Jackson and De'Aaron Fox. I, I want to see them improve. I expect to see them improve. I think Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, they will be just fine improving with LeBron James. Uh, they'll be good. Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum will be really good, but it's a lot of other players on that team coming back, going ahead with Kyrie Irving. I don't think he'll be able to flourish and show his true potential with all of those guys, but I'm counting on Josh Jackson, De'Aaron Fox, De- uh, Dennis Smith Jr. as well to make a bigger impact. Next question reads. Damn, I messed up my own handwriting. What team needs to shut it down and rebuild the most? Is another NBA question. I think the Portland Trailblazers, off the top of the dome, I would say the Portland Trailblazers because this is a team that went to the playoffs last year and got swept in the first round. They were the third seed and got swept. They were the third or six. I think they were the third. Third or six, one of them. I just remember the 3-6 matchup between them and the Pelicans. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... They got swept in the first round, and the team looks to be pretty maxed out with Damon Lillard and C.J. McCollum. I'd rather just reset, trade my assets, restart, hit the restart button, and, you know, just start all over because you guys got swept in the first round, and the West is loaded. LeBron came over to the West. OKC stayed intact. Melo's apparently coming over to the West, so he's staying in the West with the Rockets. So I think they're pretty maxed out, and I think the Denver Nuggets is another team on the rise. So I think Portland is pretty much maxed out. Next question reads, sleeper team, NBA and NFL. I think a sleeper team in the NBA is the Denver Nuggets, a team that just missed the playoffs last year. And in the NFL, uh, I don't know, man. I really don't. I think low key. I think the Redskins are a sleeper team. 
Uh, the Browns will obviously not go 0-16 again. Uh, yeah. Next question reads, what's this? Most likely to leave next summer, Clay or Draymond? I'll do you one better. I think Kevin Durant might be more likely to leave next summer. But I'm going to answer the question that was asked, Clay or Draymond? Uh, I don't know. I could see both of them leaving. I could easily see both of them staying in KD leaving. They could, you know, re-sign DeMarcus Cousins, KD leaves. I don't know, because they, they really don't need KD. Everyone knows that. Warriors fans know they don't even need KD like that. But uh, most likely to leave Clay or Draymond, I'm going to say Clay Thompson. Next question. What team are you looking forward to watching the most in the NFL? Ah, it's a lot of teams, but uh, right off the bat, I say the Los Angeles Rams. You know, they got Todd Gurley, the reigning offensive player of the year. They traded for Brandon Cooks. Got Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib. Also got Ndamukong Sue. That team is loaded. I'm really looking forward to watching them. Other than that, I would say the Cleveland Browns. I like, uh, you know, the acquisitions they have made. The draft choices. Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb. They got Jarvis Landry. Yeah, also got Tyrod Taylor. I like to see. I like what the Browns have done, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Other than that, I'll say the Redskins and the Giants with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. returning, and they also drafted Saquon Barkley. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Next question: Read Super Bowl. Ah, I hate this question because it's so hard to tell from right now. Like it's July, and the Super Bowl will be played in February, and it's a number of things that could take place. We still got training camp going on, players going down in training camp preseason. Unfortunately, sad to say, there's knock on wood, but somebody's going to go down in preseason. And as the course of the season begins, we're going to see injuries. We saw a number of injuries last season. We saw David Johnson, Aaron Rodgers, Richard Sherman, Deshaun Watson, a number of guys go down. And it's just, it's really tough to say. I'll answer this maybe. I'll say the Super Bowl I want to see. I want to see the Saints. The Saints should have made the Super Bowl last year, or they should have at least been in the NFC Championship, but we all saw the Minneapolis miracle occur. I would like to see Saints and Steelers in the Super Bowl. I think that would be a pretty lit matchup. Uh, next question reads, Dwight Howard. A number of people asked me a question about Dwight Howard, so I'm just going to talk about it. Some people say, you know, was it a good decision? Will it affect the Wizards in a positive or negative way? All right, so Dwight Howard. I think this is a, you know... High risk, uh, you know, high risk move. I mean, it's a low risk move because it could pay dividend. The Wizards obviously needed a change at center. They needed an athletic big. Martian Gortat was not getting it done. He's a dinosaur in today's NBA pretty much. And I think it was a good move, honestly, the way you look at it. Uh, the East is wide open. LeBron has left. You got the Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to talk about that soon. Uh, you got the Celtics coming back from injury. All their key guys. And then you got the Wizards is another one of those teams right there as well as Philly. So I think it was a good move because they need an athletic big. Pick and roll with John Wall should be nice. So, yeah, I think it was a good move. It could be negative because Dwight Howard, according to, you know, a lot of teams, he's been a cancer in the locker room. So it could be good, could be bad. But I'm banking for this one to be a good move for the Wizards in the wide open Eastern Conference. Next, we got Brown's prediction. I think... I think the over-under is like five. I was I would take the over on the Browns. I say they could go like six and ten, to be honest. Though. They have a really good team on paper. 
they will not go 0-16. They will not go 1-15. I, they could be 5-11 at the at, at worst. I'll say that's what the Browns going to be. Next question reads, Houston Rockets dropping. Yeah, I think the Houston Rockets will drop. They're replacing Trevor Reza with Carmelo Anthony, which is good offensively but bad defensively. I still think the Rockets will win a number of regular season games. That's what happens on a Mike D'Antoni coach team. You look at the Phoenix Suns of years past. It's like a better team. It's like the Phoenix Suns on steroids. You got James Harden, Chris Paul. Uh, I don't know where they drop, but I don't think Carmelo Anthony makes them better, if that makes sense. And that answers your question. Next question. What will happen with Earl Thomas? I think... I don't think the Seahawks are going to pay Earl Thomas. They see he's getting older and he's injury prone. I don't think they're going to pay him. I see why he wants to be paid, but I think he'll eventually move on and get traded to a different team. I don't know about release, but I think you'll see Earl Thomas move on. Uh, You see his former Legion of Boom guys are gone. Richard Sherman with the 49ers. Cam Chancellor decided to hang it up. Even other guys like Cliff Averill have retired. So it's just not the same with Seattle. I'm predicting a down year for the Seahawks. The Rams and 49ers are trending up. The Cardinals and the Seahawks are trending down. Next question reads, is John Wall the problem in Washington? I'm going to say yes and no. Because John Wall is one of the best point guards in the NBA. One of the best, i say a top 25 player. And... It hurts me to say this, but yes, because he dribbles the ball too much. And I say no, because other guys like Otto Porter, who was a, a former number three overall pick, has not lived up to being the number three overall pick. And I honestly would have moved away from Otto Porter when he was a restricted free agency and restricted free agent. I would have let him walk. Uh, teams like the Kings and the Brooklyn Nets were after him. I would have let him go. Would have let Kelly Oubre start and... I would have gave my team some flexibility because, you know, who knows what they could have done in free agency. They could add some flexibility. Otto Porter is the highest paid player annually because John Wall's super max extension hasn't kicked in yet. So it's really crazy to say. I would say John Wall's a problem. Yes and no. I hope I answered your question. Next question. If Kawhi plays this, if Kawhi plays to his potential, can Toronto get over the hill? So a lot of people have asked me about the Kawhi Leonard, the Mar DeRozan trade. And before I answer the question, let me talk about the trade and why I don't think it's a bad move for either team. So the Raptors, they got Kawhi Leonard. A lot of people, oh, that's a bad move. Oh, he he's going to leave. Yeah, he may leave next summer. But they get the flexibility they needed. So if Kawhi walks, they have they have flexibility. They can reboot the whole thing, restart it all over, get, probably get rid of Kyle Lowry. Uh, those guys only had like two years remaining on their contracts anyways. Him, Jonas Valanciunas, Serge Ibaka, yeah, those guys. They only had like two years left after this year. So they can, you know, reboot if Kawhi decides to leave, which I think he will. And they also got rid of DeMar DeRozan. He has like three years left on his deal. The team was pretty much maxed out. And I know a lot of people feel bad for DeMar DeRozan. But this is a guy that got benched in the playoffs, okay? This is a guy who couldn't make a three for his life in the playoffs, okay? So... I know he wanted to be in Toronto, but the team was maxed out. They reached their potential. They kept losing to LeBron James. And I know it was a reboot year, and I know LeBron is out, and maybe they should have gave it another go. But the guy, the general manager for the Toronto Raptors is a pretty good GM. He runs 
general manager, executive of the year, general manager, the same thing with the Denver Nuggets a few years back. So I don't think, I think he did a good job, honestly, because they maxed out, they give themselves an opportunity to reboot, and they didn't get rid of the young players that they like, like OG Ananobi, DeLon Wright, Frank, uh, my man Van Fleet. They got him too. So I like the trade. The Spurs get DeMar DeRozan. They still get an all-star in their prime. It's a good trade. But if Kawhi plays it to, to his potential, can the Raptors get over the hill? Absolutely, because the Eastern Conference is wide open, as I just mentioned. Uh, I still think the Celtics are the favorite, but if Kawhi Leonard is the Kawhi Leonard from two years ago where he was a top three MVP candidate, hey, man, a lot could happen. Next question reads, six NFC playoff teams. Ah, this question is hard and it's tough because there's only six playoff spots, but 10 teams have a case to make the playoffs. So I hate this question. But I'm just going to start division, then I'm going to do wild cards. So, division, NFC East, I still think the Eagles win it. They get Carson Wentz back. I, I still think the Eagles are the favorites to win, so I'll go with them. That's a safe bet. NFC West, I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. NFC South, whoo. I think it's going to be the Saints or the Falcons. I think the Panthers are going to be good, too, but I'm, I, I say the Saints. NFC North, we got Aaron Rodgers coming back. We got the Minnesota Vikings. They got Kirk Cousins. They're pretty much bringing back the same team that they brought back last year. And the Lions are not to be slept on. The Bears are still on the come up. But uh, I say the Vikings. I say the Minnesota. And yeah. All right. So the wild card uh, is up for grabs. It's up for grabs. A lot of things can happen. And I hate to answer this question so early because I don't want to be stupid and sound wrong. But a lot can happen. I'm sure you feel where I'm coming from, but I say wild card Atlanta Falcons, other wild card Green Bay. But teams on the outside looking in, uh, the Cowboys, they certainly have a case. I don't know what their wide receivers are going to do. Uh, they're always in the mix. The New York Giants coming back, Odell coming back off of injury. That's a possibility. The Redskins, I think the Redskins can compete with anybody in the NFC if they stay healthy. And, yeah, that's about that. Next question. Who deserves the bigger deal, Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack? I say Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald's the best player in football. I think he's the best player in the NFL, to be honest with you. But uh, they, they both deserve enormous paydays, but I think Aaron Donald should be the highest paid between the two. I think he's the best player in the NFL. I just said it. Moving right along, rank the Celtics, Raptors, Bucks, Sixers. I say Celtics. I say Sixers. I say Raptors. I say Bucks. The margin is not that wide between the uh, three teams after the Celtics. Next question. Redskins prediction. I'm going to say 9-7. and seven. say 9-7. and seven. I like what they've done. I like Darius Geis. I think he's going to be really good for them. Alex Smith. I think he's an upgrade over Kirk Cousins. The Redskins, I, I'm not... Everybody knows I'm a big Redskins fan, but I'm not stupid and delusional. Oh, this is all here. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I I see the pros and cons of the Redskins. I see, you know, what can happen, what cannot happen. The team stays healthy. They can compete with anybody, though. Enough said. Moving right along. Best destination for Des Bryant. Um... There's been rumors that uh, the Browns have mutual interest with Dez. 
I think that could be a good fit. Uh, does Antonio Brown wants him to come to the Steelers? I think that could be another potentially another good fit. I don't know, man. Maybe the Patriots a good fit. Probably them as far as best fit, but I don't think the Patriots want anything to do with dance. So yeah. Next question. Should the Redskins cut or trade the injury-prone Jordan Reed? Absolutely not. Because when Jordan Reed is healthy, he is a top three tight end. He's up there with Gronk, Kelsey, and he's right there. Um, The problem is his health. I wouldn't say cut him because they could have got out of this deal. Had he not been on the roster by like June something, they could have got out of his contract. So they'll be paying like a huge negative cap penalty if they were to release him trade him I don't think you would get the value that he's worth when he's at his best so no I would not do that next question reads rookie of the year I think this is an NFL question uh, I say in the NFC Darius guys in the AFC if Lamar Jackson gets his time to shine it'll be him moving right along next question I'm gonna save this for last I like this question a lot Next question, Paul George. Yeah, I got a number of questions about Paul George. It was saying, uh, why do you think he didn't go to L.A.? Should he have stayed in OKC or should he have went to another team? So, Paul George. It hurts me to talk about this because I really like Paul George. Anybody that knows me, I love Paul George. I've been a fan of him since sophomore year of high school. That was like eight years ago. Really like Paul George. I think he's one of the best players in the league. And he can fit on any team because he doesn't do too much. He has a smooth game, plays both ends of the floor. But Paul George, do I think he should have went to L.A.? I think he regrets I Think he regrets it. Why do I think he stayed? Because uh, he didn't want to hurt Russell Westbrook's feelings, pretty much. And uh, and I think he wanted to be the man in L.A. I don't think he wanted to play with, particularly wanted to play with LeBron. And I believe him when he said he's a low-key, low-maintenance guy. He's raising a family. He wants to stay in OKC. I can't really knock him for that. Next question. And then I got two more questions after that. Redskins prediction? I feel like I got this. Uh, I said 9-7. and seven. Um, And my last two questions. Can we lock in Boston Golden State Finals already? Yeah, I think so. I think the Lakers have the potential to be able to compete with Golden State, but I don't see them beating them. That's just where I'm at with that. And my last question. I saved this for last because, oh, Lakers, 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 Lakers. Lakers, LeBron is all the same thing. L.A. Braun, what do I think? Lakers prediction record-wise, I think they could win about 54 games. And I'll say like 53, 54 uh, Somebody else asked me to rank the Western Conference. I mean, I can do that. I, I don't really want to do it in order, but I could say he's gonna make the playoffs. Golden State, Houston, OKC, the Lakers, the Spurs. Uh, you can give Greg Popovich anybody; they're gonna make the playoffs. The Jazz—they made it last year. Donovan Mitchell showed that he put the NBA on notice for real. Uh, I guess the Trailblazers. I think the Pelicans are gonna fall out. And I like Denver. I like Denver. But the West is loaded. Everybody knows the West goes 10 deep. It goes 10 deep. But I'm going to talk about LeBron. I got a question about his workload. I think his workload will go down a little bit. I don't think you'll see LeBron handling the ball that much this year. Because he simply doesn't have to. 
He's never played with this many playmakers. They got playmakers across the board. Lonzo Ball, Rajon Rondo, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Lance Stevenson, another playmaker. They have a lot of playmakers. Josh Hart was a playmaker in Summer League. And then you got LeBron James himself. So, the Lakers have a ton of playmakers. I think you'll see LeBron off the ball a little more. But when he wants to be on the ball, I think you will see him on the ball. I think somebody had asked me, how, what do I, how do I feel about LeBron on the Lakers? I love it. I love it. Talked about in the last episode how the Lakers have been so bad for so long. And LeBron even talked about wanting to play for an historic franchise like the Lakers. I love it. It's a great move. It's a great move for his brand. A great move for his family. It's a terrific move. And I can't I can't wait. It's still surreal. It won't hit me till I see LeBron wearing that jersey on opening night, to be honest. And that's all the questions I have. I got through them rather quickly. It was a nice uh, little Q&A. Had fun doing it. Had so many questions asked, but... I chose the ones I thought were the best. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for tuning in. You guys won't hear from me until my next episode. And it's going to be special. Potentially. It has the potential to be record breaking. I'm going to say that. But uh, it's top secret. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you all you guys for the love and support. It's been big, man. It's been huge. You can check this episode out on SoundCloud as well as Apple Music on podcast. So thank everybody for listening. One last time, Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 55 is done. Peace.